This is Reverend Charles Fenson. I'm the interim pastor at Presbyterian Church of the Covenant in Costa Mesa, California. This is the morning worship service. Our address is 2850 Fairview Road, Costa Mesa, California, 92626. Our website is pccov.org, and our Facebook page is pccov. And our email is info at pccov.org. We welcome you to this service. Our vision statement is that the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant is a Christ-centered community set free by grace and placed in our neighborhoods to serve and to invite all people into a wondrous relationship with God. God bless you as you worship with us. Good morning, friends in Christ. Welcome to worship. Welcome to the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. I'm Charles Fenson, the interim pastor here. 
Pastor Sharon is under the weather. So we are praying for her. And uh, dear Amy is here to help lead in worship this morning as our elders and deacons here serving you communion on this first Sunday of the month. And today is the day of Epiphany. Can you say Happy Epiphany? Happy Epiphany. Turn to your neighbor and say Happy Epiphany. If you can say that word at this hour, you are doing very, very well. Um, some people who are new to us, Mavis is here this morning. Raise your hand, Mavis. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And Jim is here this morning. Raise your hand, Jim. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know him. Okay, he's a, okay, he's a, anyone else new or strange? There we are, there we are. Please sign the friendship books and pass them along that we might have record of your worship. We might greet you by name in a few moments. All of our Bible studies are women's Bible studies Wednesday night and Thursday morning, and the men's Bible study are back in the swing of things this week. We see some announcements regarding per capita, reminder of that, new flower chart up, annual reports due. Do when? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Monday morning, annual reports. You who are elders and deacons and officers of the church that need to write an annual report, do that before tomorrow morning, if you would. If you would. Dear Elsie had cataract surgery this Friday, very successful. How's she doing? Good. Glad to hear it. I called her on. Friday afternoon and she was in good spirits. I let her lie low yesterday, but she will not be in the office, but Patty will be in the office and Diane will be in the office uh, this week, okay? And I'll be there too. I'll be there too. Other announcements to make before our worshiping body today? Happy Epiphany. Please rise, turn to your neighbor and say Happy Epiphany. Good morning. On this first Sunday of 2019, will you please rise for our call to worship this morning? Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Nations shall come to your light and rulers to the brightness of your rise. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Please pray with me. Lord God of the nations, we have seen the star of your glory rising in splendor. The radiance of your incarnate word pierces the night that covers the earth and signals the dawn of justice and peace. May his brightness illumine our lives and beckon all nations to walk as one in your light. We ask this through Jesus Christ, your word made flesh, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit in the splendor of eternal life, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let's join in our hymn of praise this morning.
please be seated. May we have all the boys and girls and the youth and the young at heart gather around the crash here. Take a seat right, right in front. Or if you're older and need a step, you may do that. Nice to see you. Good. So where is Ashley this morning? There she is. And she has a birthday coming up tomorrow. Is that right? Congratulations. And Ashley, how old will you be? 11 years old. My, oh my. Happy Epiphany. Can you say that word? Epiphany? It means dawning. Did the sun come up this morning? Did you see the sun come up this morning? Did anyone see the sun come up this morning? So behind us, we have the story of the Magi, the wise men. Remember this story? They saw a star rising in the east, and they followed that star, and it came over Bethlehem, and they offered their gifts. Do you remember their gifts? Remember their gifts? Gold, where's the gold? Gold. Um, frankincense, which is like a, a smoke offering that might be here. And then myrrh, which is an anointment. An, an anointment. And where, where, where's the wise men's BMW? <laughs> right here, right here, right here. There we are. There we are. So they came on camels and maybe three or maybe 30, we don't know how many, came to offer gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. You know, another part of the story that we don't often talk about was when the wise men left, King Herod was after the young child Jesus, and he issued a terrible command that little boys would be killed and so Mary and Joseph fled down to Egypt. And when I was in Egypt a few weeks ago, there was a holy family church in Cairo. And that's just tradition that they came all the way down to Egypt. So they really were refugees, weren't they? They were fleeing for their lives. And they were immigrants. My grandfather and grandmother were immigrants from Norway. Where's Norway? Where's Norway? Really far north. And Sweden, which is right next to Norway. So today is Epiphany, manifestation, dawning. We celebrate the wise men and the gifts. And also remember that Jesus was a refugee. Let's fold our hands and bow our heads and pray together. God, we are grateful for Ashley and for 11 years old tomorrow. We pray that that day might be a glorious and happy day for her. We pray for the rest of the boys and girls as we remember Epiphany today, the wise men, the gold and the frankincense and myrrh, and help us to remember that Jesus um, was lost at one point and now is found. So keep us in his care and in his love. 
In Jesus' name, amen. All right, off to your classes, Ms. Kerry. Is that right, Rob? Okay, here we go.
It's so nice to have Danny and the band back. Choir, it's so nice to have you back. Remember that our Lord Jesus can sympathize with us in our weakness, since in every respect he was tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with boldness approach the throne of grace, that we may receive his mercy and find his grace to help in our time of need. Let us confess our sins before God and neighbor together, but before, let us take a moment of silence to reflect. Together, God of glory, you sent Jesus among us as the light of the world to reveal your love for all people. We confess that our sin and pride hide the brightness of your light. We turn away from the poor. We ignore cries for justice. We do not strive for peace. In your mercy, cleanse us of our sin and baptize us once again with your spirit, that forgiven and renewed, we may show forth your glory, shining in the face of Jesus Christ. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within us. Do not cast us from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from us. Restore us to the joy of your salvation and sustain us with your bountiful spirit. Amen. Hear the good news. The saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. He bore himself, our sins, in his body on the cross, that we might be dead to sin and alive to all that is good. I declare to you in the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Amen. Will you please stand this morning for our Litany for Epiphany? All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Alleluia. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Alleluia. With joy, let us pray to our Savior, the Son of God who became one of us, saying, The grace of God will be with us all. O Christ, let your gospel shine in every place where the word of life is not yet received. The grace of God be with us all. O Christ, Savior and Lord, extend your church to every place. Make it a place of welcome for people of every race and tongue. The grace of God be with us all. O Christ, ruler of rulers, Direct the work and the thoughts of the leaders of nations that they may seek justice and further peace and freedom for all. The grace of God be O Christ, Master of all, support the weak and comfort the afflicted, strengthen the tempted and raise the fallen, watch over the lonely and those in danger, give hope to the despairing and sustain the faith of the persecuted. The grace of God be with us all. Amen. We'll take a brief moment of silence.
O Christ, light made manifest as the true light of God, gladden our hearts on the joyful morning of your glory. Call us by our name on the great day of your coming and give us grace to offer with all the hosts of heaven an ending praise to God in whom all things find their ending now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. have two scripture lessons on this day of epiphany. The first from Isaiah 60, 
Let us listen for God's word to us. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nation shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The young camels of Midian, Ephah, all those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. And from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 2. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel." Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out. And there ahead of them went the star that had been seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Everlasting God, the radiance of faithful souls who brought the nations to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising, fill the world with your glory and show yourself to all the nations through him who is the true light, the bright and morning star, Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Last Friday evening, I enjoyed a Shabbat meal, a Sabbath dinner with dear Jewish friends in Beverly Hills. And I got to talking with a gentleman I've known fairly well for several years now. He's wealthy, 
He lives in New York City. He has homes in the Hamptons and Santa Monica. Doesn't everyone? (laughs) But Brian has the most gentle and generous spirit. And as Brian and I were in conversation, I learned that he came from a poor, quite humble family in the Bronx, and he was really on his own growing up. I never knew that about him. And then I shared some of my life experiences, and Brian said, Charles, I didn't know that about you. And I thought about our interim 14 months together so far. There's so much I don't know about your lives, and you mine, but like most of our friendships in this world, we celebrate and we are so thankful for the treasured time that we do have together. I am grateful to God that our lives have intersected during these transitional months, and I'm honored and delighted to be with you as your interim pastor, so thank you. And don't worry, I haven't robbed a bank or something in my deep, dark past, I had a New England parishioner that thought I was in a witness protection program. (laughs) I was moving around a lot. So this new year, 2019, this church year before us today, today the actual day of Epiphany of the Lord, January 6th, the 12th day after Christmas, the day of manifestation, commemorates in the Western church the visit of the Magi, the wise men to the infant Jesus. In the Eastern church, Epiphany, January 6th, celebrates the baptism of Christ in the River Jordan that we will be looking at next Sunday. But this morning we celebrate the day of Christ being raised and revealed to all the nations. The Old Testament lesson this morning from Isaiah 60 Isaiah 60, first trumpets the epiphany news, Arise, shine, for your light has come. For the prophet, in the tradition of Isaiah, it was the appearance of God coming to those weary 6th century exiles, now returning to their beloved but fallen Jerusalem. The epiphany, the revelation of God coming into their hearts, into their world like a brilliant light. Despite devastation all about them, the prophet sings out, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Once darkness, a people conquered in the chains of Babylon. Now Israel returns to her home. It's a season of light, for God's presence had returned with them to Jerusalem. And when God's glory shines, the people of God live and bask in that glow, so arising, so shining, so glorious is the coming of the light of God, sings Isaiah, why nations will take notice. Nations along with Israel will come to the light of God. And here is one of those notes in the symphony of the Hebrew Scriptures where the realm of God will extend beyond the borders of Judah. It's an epiphany Scripture. As Israel trudges back home to Jerusalem, God's light will now arise upon them and surrounding nations will take notice. The nations, prophesies Isaiah, nations shall come to the light and rulers to the brightness of your rising. What a poignant text for Epiphany. In this season of darkness, January, February, 
Isaiah calls to us to be light. Light which reflects God. Light which is a beacon to the nations. Living for a while along the seacoast of New England brought to home the importance of the lighthouse in our coastal communities. Somehow in the long days of summer, um, short nights of summer, we didn't notice lighthouses very much. But in the winter, with almost 16 hours of darkness this time of year, a lighthouse is a beacon. And as we thought more about it, seeing that village lighthouse at the heads of the harbor, and that's Nubble Light in York Harbor, we knew that those flashing lights, and every main town had a different sequence of flashing. We knew those flashing lights weren't for our sake. We were in town on a wintry night. We were not drawn to the light. We were snug in bed. But misdirected vessels at sea, those lost and alone, that light was for them. Isaiah sings, lift up your eyes, look around, they shall all come to you in this epiphany season, the darkest of the year. And for many of us, life is dark. You manifest the presence and the power and the light of God in this season by a kind word, a thoughtful note, a prayer. Those are details, but the longer I'm in the ministry and the more I live as best I can the Christian life, I'm learning that God is in the details. Arise and shine, for your light has come. The mission and ministry of this great church does not exist for ourselves. The good news that God in Christ is in the world reconciling humankind, indeed all creation back to God in the person and work of Christ, that life, death, resurrection of Jesus that is calling women and men and boys and girls to a life of forgiven and empowered faith, that gospel that we believe and follow, that's not just for us in these walls. That's good news for our community. Nations, epiphany, manifestation. Now Matthew tells a wonderful story. The sole purpose of this familiar story in Matthew 2, the story of the Magi and a star and Herod, is to tell out again, as did Isaiah, that the gospel of Christ is not just a private Jewish affair any longer. You see, Matthew's story is all about the mission of the church from east and west and north and south. Believers come to seek the newborn king. Now, we could talk about treacherous Herod here, his tricks and rivalry. Another slide. Or we might say a word or two about the Magi. That's tempting because these eastern strangers make a, a sermon all their own, don't they? But what about the third figure in the story? Another slide. This person says nothing and does nothing. But this person is the chief protagonist in this drama. The entire plot revolves around the affirmation of just who he is. And of course, he is the infant Christ. Who is he here? He's the king of Israel. He's the one whom Micah the prophet writes, From you, Bethlehem, shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. And the verb translated shepherd actually depicts what a shepherd does. They tend and protect and guide and 
nurture their flock. Next slide. Herod's rule is harsh and vindictive and brings death. Our Lord's rule is gentle and compassionate. He guards and guards for His people. Have you noticed in today's reading from Matthew that even though the story is all about guiding stars and worshiping magi, there's an uneasy shadow of coming sadness, eventual harm about this story too. There's Herod and his lies, the escape by night to Egypt, the blood of Judean infants, the holy family refugees. Next slide, the secrecy in safer Bethlehem. The shepherd king of Bethlehem would indeed be rejected and mocked by those same chief priests and scribes who are now at the crucifixion. If he is the king of Israel, let him come down from the cross. You see, this epiphany account of magi and gifts to Bethlehem isn't the whole story. It's the beginning of God's redemption for humankind. Salvation comes through Jesus the Jew, but it's also a fulfillment of prophetic dreams and reaches beyond to strangers from the east. And beyond that, the gospel reaches to a Canaanite woman and a Roman centurion. Next slide. Even a visitor or friend or longtime member of the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant in Costa Mesa. Matthew's Gospel starts with non-Jews coming to Bethlehem, and it concludes with Jewish disciples going out to all the nations, baptizing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Next slide. So where will PCC speak the Gospel in word and deed in 2019? Where will you speak for the child who this morning cannot speak? Where will you share the good news of the birth and the good news of his death? Quaker George Fox said, no cross, no crown. The gospel is both a delight and discipleship. We have an adventurous year before us. We have plans and programs and prayers, but only God knows where we will be at the end of 2019. But we know this, we know this from the Apostle Paul, we can do nothing apart from Christ who strengthens us. Apart from worship and prayer, apart from Scripture and mission, apart from the good news, next slide, we can accomplish nothing. Yet we are in Christ, and we go with Him and His power, and we will work hard and pray hard in 2019 for the ministry and mission, and we go in Christ's strength. So we speak, next slide, for the child in the manger and the man on the cross and the one who is coming soon in glory. In this new year, this epiphany of the Lord's Sunday, we come again to this table of grace we come with both strong and wavering faith, and Christ meets us here. So happy epiphany, friends in Christ. Shall we pray? O oh God, in this time of awakening and dawning, 
Awaken our slumbering spirits. Dawn upon our hearts that we might work joyfully in your vineyard in the year before us. We serve you only by your strength, whereby we are promised to do all things, all things for Jesus' sake. In his dear name we pray. Amen.
helplessness, oh God, how I need you. Please be seated. Let us offer to God our morning prayers. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is truly right and our greatest joy to give you thanks and praise, O God of majesty and splendor. By your power you created all that is, making a universe out of chaos and ruling over all things in love. Throughout the ages, you called your people to love and serve you, to be a light among the nations. When we failed you, you did not fail us, but sent prophets to call us back to your ways. We praise you that in the fullness of time, you revealed your love by sending your son Jesus to be the light of the world. 
He came to heal our brokenness, to set before us the ways of justice and peace. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the faithful of every time and place who forever sing to the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Gracious God, pour out your Holy Spirit upon us and upon these gifts of bread and wine, that the bread we break and the cup we bless may be the communion of the body and blood of Christ. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, that we may be one with those who share this feast, united in ministry in every place. As this bread is Christ's body for us, let us be the body of Christ in the world. Oh God, we would praise you this day and pause now to remember those who are in need. For those among us who are not with us this morning because of illness or travel, we pray your blessings and your wholeness upon them. For those who are in hospitals, mend them, bind them in body and in spirit. For those who are poor and lonely this day, we pray that you would stand by them and may we be the hands and the arms and the love of Christ to them. We pray for our nation and all nations that our leaders might find ways of justice and peace and fairness for all. Lord God, we pray for this congregation, for our elders, for our deacons, for our pastor nominating committee. We pray your blessing upon the future of this church. This is your body and your people and we commend us to a faithful and guiding and loving God. So illumine our hearts, O God, with the radiance of Christ's presence this day, that our lives may show forth His love to this weary world. Teach us to befriend the lost, to reconcile our enemies, to love our neighbors. Keep us faithful in Your service until Christ comes in final victory, and we shall feast with all your saints in the joy of your everlasting realm. Through Christ our Lord we pray. Amen. This table is for all who seek the love of Christ in their hearts. Men and women, boys and girls, come from east and west and north and south to feast at this table, a foretaste of the heavenly feast someday with God. So we invite you to take the bread and eat it as it comes to you, symbolizing our personal commitment to God. And then when the cup comes to us, we, we hold the cup and we are communing together, symbolizing our community of faith. On the night in which our Lord Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he blessed it and he broke it and he said, take, eat, this is my body broken for you. When you do this, do this in memory of me.
the body of Christ broken for us all. In the same way, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he blessed the cup and he said, this is the cup of the new covenant, the new promise in my blood shed for the forgiveness of sins. The Apostle Paul writes, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The cup of life.
on this day of Epiphany, we share together in the cup of salvation. All of you drink. Let us pray. Gracious God, on this Epiphany morn, we have tasted the bread of life and we have partaken of the cup of salvation. Empower us to be your faithful disciples in the world, in the week, in the year ahead. We go with you through Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us stand and sing our hymn of commitment, We Three Kings of Orient Are. love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit rest and remain with each one this day, this night, in this season of Epiphany and forevermore. Amen.
This is Pastor Charles Fenson again, and we invite you at any point to come and worship with us here at Presbyterian Church of the Covenant in Costa Mesa. We trust that God has been honored by this worship service and that you have been blessed. God be with you.